Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, and welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch, and I'm sitting here with. Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? Hey. And Tatiana Sirisano. Hello, everybody. Hey, thanks for joining us. No problem. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so music. Let's talk some about music. Some music, yeah. So there's, it's a Friday. That means there's Friday. music. It's true. You know? Uh, but I guess let's... <laughs> yeah, that was a, this is really a poor Great intro. intro. <laughs> this is really, yeah. Just have, just real slipshod stuff. Um, so Khalid, who has been a long... Time must your music fade, uh, particularly of Lindsay, who is uh, in Nashville now, right? Yeah, she's like following her Jack White. Yeah, she's uh, yeah, she's checking out the raconteurs, mm-hmm. um, and she's going steady, steady. <laughs> <ice>. <laughs> that's a that's a deep Jack White reference. What can I say? Um, but anyways, yeah, so we're, I would say we're all fans. Like, I loved his first sure, album, yeah. American Teen. Fan. Uh, and there's a new album out now, his second proper album, Free Spirit. And, uh, Jason, you wrote a thing about it for Billboard.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was great, which was, yeah, but, yeah, I would say it's, you know, you're a little less enthusiastic about this new album. So you, so you really like it? I didn't say that. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you meant. Oh, you mean in general? I'm a little less enthusiastic. Yeah. I mean, I, the thing. The thing about this album. So, um, I wrote about this album yesterday. Uh, I think it's actually a good album. It just it's 17 songs, and all the songs are good, and none of the songs are really daring in a way that that is palpable, and and it, it's just something that like even if the risks don't work, um, I still want him to take them and also you know it, it's funny because um i i so <laughs> i tweeted about i tweeted last night about how i was learning how to play adele's hello on piano it's a thing i tweeted <laughs> as one does as one does <laughs> the reason that i did that is because i was driving home uh and i heard and playing piano and My playing God. piano at the same <laughs> time what can i say i'm a daredevil uh but no adele's hello came on the radio i was like ah oh. And I hadn't heard it in a while, and I listened to it. I'm like, man, this song's still so great. Mm. And I was thinking, I was listening to that, and I was thinking, like, Khalid kind of needs a song like "Hello" or or like "Rolling in the Deep." And and I'm not saying like sonically he needs a song like that, but like there, part of the reason why Adele has become a, an absolute world conquering superstar is because she has these songs that really stand the test of time and have these very uh you know in pretty classic styles mm-hmm. in terms of her sound 
Um, and obviously she has a great voice, but you know, you listen to hello and it's like, it's very striking. And I, I, and that's kind of what I mean that Khalid is still searching for. I think like location is a very good song, but it's, it's certainly, I, I certainly wouldn't say it's like, like it knocks you off your feet. Um, I think he has a bunch of songs that I really like. I really like love lies, which he did with Normani young, dumb and broke. Um, I, I think he, young, he, dumb and broke did knock me off my feet in that very minimal way, but but continue. <laughs> what a couch! What a <laughs> you're like it knocked me off my feet. Okay, I mean, I feel like he's not like a, a I don't know about the like person. Adele compare. Yeah, I don't know if he's like the type who's yeah. going to have some like you know voice to the rafters like grand statement. But I, I I still agree with Jason that like I would almost rather see him try something like that and fail than just yeah. like play it safe. Yeah, you know. I I, I guess I'm not really talking about like him as a vocalist needing to be Adele. Um, it's it's kind of a weird comparison because, and I semi-regret making it, but I guess my point is that like, double he, down on he it. just yeah. hasn't had that kind of moment yet where, you know, all of his songs, um, and I like some of them, but if you think about the, if you think about location, East Side, Love Lies, Now, Talk, which sounds a little bit different, and better, which I like a lot, and is is currently rising on the Hot 100. There's not something that really cuts through as as super unique within that space, and I think that's kind of what he needs. I think that he needs that kind of show stopping moment. Um, and again, maybe he tries it and it doesn't work, but I think that it would still be really interesting. Yeah. So um, anyway, I picked the song 21. I think that's mm-hmm. the one I picked for this show. Yes, it sure uh, is. He's 21. Uh, I'm not 21. <laughs> Wait, uh, and then his last album, he had a song, uh, 18. Yeah, he was 18. look at that. Yeah, Wait, so I guess the Adele comparison does Hey, actually look at that. Well, yeah, wow, I didn't even, I stumbled into that one, didn't I? <laughs> Damn. Um, but the, it, I think it's like the perfect, uh, it, it's the perfect encapsulation of this album because uh, you, it's, it's a really, it's a really good song and mm. it kind of gets going. It has this kind of like bass that kicks in and you, you think for a second that it's really going to like open up and take off into this like big moment, either like, either it's going to go more up tempo or it's going to become like this big ballad, but it just kind of doesn't. And then it just keeps going and then it fades out. And I'm just like, ah, like it was, it was close. It was so close. Um, I really like Khalid. I think he's going to have a really long career. And I, it, it's, I, I've seen some reviews of this album that are pretty negative, And I don't think it deserves that. I think this album is very good. It just, I, I hope his next album, he like try some new shit. Like, I just hope that he like is like, let's pull in these weird producers. Let's, you know, be a little bit unexpected. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's my Khalid rant. I guess <laughs> I haven't delivered like a big rant in a while. A monologue. <laughs> a monologue. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Do you, do you want to follow I mean, that up? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> in terms of this specific song, I do think he's doing something a little bit different with his voice that I like. It's sort of like a stronger, rougher vocal than he usually does. Um, and I like that about this song. And then just something else that um, I think applies to the, the whole album is Khalid sort of has this thing going for him where like he's writing about these really specific time periods in like young adulthood as he's going through them and as his fans are going through them at the same time. And that's kind of like a lucky thing that happened. Like obviously a lot of artists are the same age as their fans. But with Khalid, it's like he wrote American Teen as he was graduating high school, as his fans were graduating high school and it kind of resonated with them in that way and I think that 21 and the rest of this album kind of does the same thing um, and I think it's cool when when fans can sort of grow with um, the artist and that's something that Khalid has going for him and this song I think is a good example of that yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I I do in general agree with uh, what you were saying. I mean, I think I might disagree that I do think there were uh, real standout songs in the first album. I think they were just kind of more laid back type stuff, which is just never going to grab your attention in the same way. Um, But I I totally agree with what you're saying with this album. It is like a good album, but it is way too long. It's sonically pretty samey. And it's like even like... 21 is a great song and like it's pretty different than the song that I think precedes it which is the title track and like here's the thing like they're actually pretty different stylistically like the title track is sort of a like early 80s sophistipop sort of thing yeah and this is a little more modern you got your hand claps and you know like more uh contemporary production hallmarks but they're like the mood and kind of the energy level is the same throughout so even when he switches styles it just you don't really, it doesn't track that way because it's yeah. all this same energy level. And over 17 tracks in an hour, it gets, you're, yeah, it just like it kind of fails to make an impact. So I totally agree with you. Like there should be a little more daring here, especially for an album called Free Spirit. You would expect, so I think Freak, you wanted uh, to have his Freak Flag fly. Yeah. You wrote in your case. <laughs> weird, man. Uh, and I totally agree. I mean, it's not like, I guess this is like a perfect sophomore slump. You know, it's not like a bad album, but it's just no. like a little bit of a letdown. I guess I guess yeah. what I would also add is that like we're f- I think we feel this way because he is so talented. Like yeah. it, Khalid is not an artist who's like, oh, he puts out an album like whatever. Like I kind of yeah. like some of the songs, but, you know, you're at like he he has the talent to be worth investing in. Um, and that's why, you know, it's almost kind of a good thing that we want to him to reach yeah. a high bar because Expecting he, he some greatness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Uh, well, let's listen to, uh, one of the highlights from free spirit. It's called 21. Uh, next up, let's do one of my picks. So we have J Lo and French Montana <laughs> teaming back up. Uh, the team that gave us "I Love You, Poppy," which is one of my favorite, such a good, honestly, one of my like favorite songs of that year. I think once we're like kind of doing the like end of this decade, I'm gonna look back. It's probably in my top hundred. I think it's a oh, fantastic top hundred, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna go loftier. I thought you were gonna be like top five. <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Might make top twenty-five. I'd have to break down the numbers. Um, I'll get my intern on that. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so new J Lo with French Montana. Song's called Medicine. Um, I'm just gonna open by saying I love it. It's fantastic. <laughs> that being said. <laughs> It's very, it's kind of the sound of like radio three years ago. Like it has this very like Jason Derulo, Fifth Harmony uh, horn arrangement that like goes up and down. It's like a slinky banger. It's great. I'm going to listen to this repeatedly, but it like is definitely the kind of, I wouldn't even be surprised if this was literally three years old and they were like, yeah, this still works as the lead single, right? And they're like, yeah, why not? Sure. Um, But that being said, I think Jennifer Lopez is underrated. Um, I feel like for every album she's released, there's been at least one like really knockout, like incredible song that's like become a vaguely modern classic. Um, and even though this seems a little like maybe not of the moment, I do think this is a really solid song that, uh, you know, is a good testament to her legacy. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's solid. Um, and I didn't love that many of the singles that she's been been putting out recently. So I like wasn't expecting that much, wasn't sure what to expect. Um, and I yeah, I thought it was pretty solid. Um, I like the bridge a lot more than the chorus. And I kind of wish that it kept going. But it's good. More bridge. More bridge. More bridge. <laughs> uh, yeah, really good. Um, I, I I think it's like it's certainly not like a, a an amazing song. I think you definitely like it more than I do. But anything that gets me down the I love you poppy rabbit hole a little bit <laughs> is okay by we'll me. Take it. Yeah. yeah. More team ups between those two. Yeah. Wh- like, can they do like a Watch the Throne? Watch the poppy. Uh, collaborative the... album. Oh my god! I would love that. I would what? love that. <laughs> yeah, watch your poppy. The new watch album the by J Lo and French Montana. I I'm all about that. But yeah, it used to be J Lo and Pitbull, and then she was like, you know what? French. French is my guy now. <laughs> yeah, that was such a. Remember that when it was on the floor. That's uh, such a good song. And uh, and then they came back. Didn't they do Dance Again? Mm-hmm. That was them as yeah. well, and it was just it was like such a big deal that J Lo and Pitbull had made another song together. Now, like in <laughs> in our own weird corner of the office, like I guess it's a big deal to us that J Lo and French Montana, <laughs> the dynamic duo, back again. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Good pick. Uh, yeah, good song. All right, let's listen to it. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez featuring French Montana, new song called Medicine. All right, Tati. Hey. Ariana Grande featuring yes. Victoria Monet. Let's do Monopoly. it. Monopoly. Let's do it. So Ariana is still releasing music, astonishingly. Oh, still. Um, still oh going. Um, yeah, I, I really love this song. I think it's so playful and fun, and it's really fun to sing, and I kind of can't stop listening to it. Um, and I love that she's just, like, flexing. They're both yeah. just, like, flexing. It's a total flex. And yeah. and it's also, like, but not even just about, like, um, like, the ATM machines and diamonds of like, um, what's it called? Seven rings. It's about like financial investments and like these more like serious things. Um, and I love to see somebody that's earned their money like that, like flex it, um, in that way. But anyway, I just think it's a really fun song and I still love that she's just kind of releasing music, um, in a way that like rappers do, um, as a pop star. And that's so interesting to me. Um, and just kind of doing these one-off singles, I just think it's really shaking things up, and I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, I just think it's a jam, honestly. <laughs> it is, yeah. I mean, it's a very, like, hip-hop-styled flex, and I feel like, um, it, I mean, it's just smart. Like, you know, Seven Rings is still a smash. It's still number one. But this is a way of getting new music out there without mm-hmm. so much pressure on it. So this can be a song that kind of demonstrates her artistic breath without necessarily being the pressure of, like, this is a song that has to be the single that has to be right. her hit for the next three months. Right. And, and like that define is, a whole like era or right. Define yeah. Anything. I mean, kind of by flooding the market, you're able to like show different sides of yourself, really. And um, it's uh, it's good. I mean, yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. And they sound like they're having a really fun time together. Yes. Um, Monopoly, you know. Park Place. Play Monopoly. What do you guys think of the Marvin the, Gardens? Now, haven't the lyrics been kind of poured over as uh? As Ariana, um, isn't isn't this a thing? 
Yes. Okay. Um, I didn't know if you guys had a, had a take on it. I haven't listened to the song. I've only listened to the song a few times, and I haven't been as tuned into the Twitter chatter. But yeah, there I'm was not sure I'm not tuned into the Twitter chatter either. What's going on with it? I mean, if you are you referring to the bisexuality yeah. thing? Oh, yeah. There, yeah. There's yeah, a line yeah. about liking uh, men and women. I have no insight. I want to just <laughs> yeah. say this. No, all uh, you personal. Know. Uh, basically, what we know, Victoria Monet did come out as bi last year. They kind cool. of sing the line together. I, I feel like. In my, I feel like it's more referring to Victoria Monet, but yeah. I have no particular insight into okay. this topic. No, I just think it's you know, it seems like um, it's it's really like made the song like a, a talking point, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, my thing is like uh, I we've gotten so much Ariana Grande music over the past <laughs> uh, year that yeah, because right around now is when No Tears Left to Cry came out mm-hmm. last year. Oh wow, yeah. so, it feels like several That's eras. So yeah. weird. Still, maybe my favorite song on both albums. So good. Uh, so good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. This seems this seems like uh, this is like a fun song that that seems a little bit more ephemeral than in uh, than something like a Seven Rings or Thank yeah. You Next that I won't really. Stick around as much, but yeah, more Ariana Grande music for me, please. <laughs> I'll take two two helpings. Yeah, it's me great. Too. Do we? I feel like I should have looked this up ahead of time, but we know like are they like long term friends? What's yeah? They're yeah, just yeah. like oh yeah, pals, yeah. pals for life. Yeah, friends and collaborators, and yeah, yeah. And I kind of love when two artists that you know are friends collaborate on a song, and you're just like, they must have had fun with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they're having a good time. Like like you're their adds that extra little. Yeah. Player. I hope that when the three of us drop our our collaborative <laughs> album, I hope people say that about us. We just had fun. I, they sound like they're having a nice. They time. They sound like friends. <laughs> oh my god! What do you think Lindsay would think if the three of us dropped an album while she's out of the office? Um, she would probably say very negative things about it. Yeah, I feel like she'd be pretty snarky. So. Yeah, <laughs> and that would hurt. That would be real hurtful. That would be tough. Yeah. Let's not do that. Okay. Okay. Scrap the album. Damn it. Damn. All right. Um, but let's listen to it. Ariana Grande and Victoria Monet's song is Monopoly. Bevers get over me, out of here with that fuckery. She might go like property, collect them like Monopoly. Like probably won't come if there's not a fee. And if they try, come stop at me. I show them my discography. I like women and men. Make so fucking much, get a funny twin twin. Do we strike my life if I gave you my pen? All right, uh, that was Ariana Grande, and that sees Tatiana leave the room. Tati, where'd you go? In tears. You know, as soon as I mention a collaborative album with, between the three of us, she, she immediately she got bounces. spooked and ran. Uh, <laughs> you know, she has an interview uh, with an artist, not for another Ooh. job. I think. I mean, I don't know. She just said an interview. Maybe she is interviewing. That was like suck. I have to that, leave. I'm that, interviewing for man, that's a how different spooked, job. That's how spooked she got. Yeah, uh, she used to leave Billboard. She's like, oh, man, I need a new gig. Poor Tati. Uh, anyways, let, let's talk about, uh, this is one of my picks, uh, Gallant featuring t Yeah. The You're a big Gallant singer. guy. I love Gallant. Yeah, and it's been a cool. while. So anyways, the new song is Gentleman from him. It's been a while since we've been able to talk about him. I feel yeah. like his debut album, which was, God, I don't know, four or five years ago. Like, it's been a minute. Um, was one of my favorites of that year, whatever year that was, 2014 again. I, I think it was remember. 2015. Yeah. That sounds about right. Um, he didn't, he got a lot of critical love. It didn't quite break through in the way that I think a lot of industry people and critics expected. Uh, but he is still here because, you know, just because you don't become the biggest thing in the world doesn't mean you're going to stop making music. Uh, this new song with T-Pain, I just think is, is gorgeous. It shows, it's not like a 
leap forward in growth, but it shows a little bit of uh, growth in his case. It's this atmospheric, uh, you know, soundscape R and B song. Uh, his falsetto is—he just has this beautiful voice where he can reach these high notes, but still get a lot of depth and kind of like a lot of vocal character in. You know, so a lot of people can hit the high notes, but that's just sort of it. Like you can tell they're straining and they hit it, and they're like, "All right, we nailed it on that track." Like he can like get in that range, stay there, and like really color his voice with some interesting textures. Uh, and you know, and the the production's cool. It's like this bleepy little electro forest in the background. <laughs> uh, and T Pain, of course, himself a great singer, as we found out on the Masked Singer. Yeah. So my so here's my question, just a very quick aside. Do you think that T Pain should change his stage name to the Masked Singer? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like I guess you can't you know, because T Pain parentheses the, the Masked, Masked singer. singer. Yeah. I guess you just can't. He can't be the Masked Singer because he like there's going to be another season of the show and. Uh, you know, he maybe it's like a rights issue, but like, man, what a cool name! Like, that would you want to listen cool. to the new album from the Masked Singer? It sounds like a Goosebumps villain, but I'm totally right? for it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I did not watch that show. I'll be honest; <laughs> I, I have no idea really what happened I, on it. <laughs> I watched, I watched the finale, and it was so weird. It sounded like <laughs> the most bizarre thing. It's Weren't so, they like wearing goofy costumes? What if, yeah, so they're all wearing goofy costumes. Uh, like Donny Osmond was dressed as a as a peacock, I think. Um, Loves and, Katy Perry. And, and T-Pain was dressed as a monster. The funniest thing, and we'll stop talking about the Mass Singer after this, but the funniest thing is when before I had watched it, uh, one of one of my friends was talking to me about how how he watched it and um, he said that the funniest part of of the show, and he was correct, is that how crazy the the, the audience, like the studio audience, goes because like they must like pump something into that audience because like when it like Nick Cannon's like okay like it's time to take off your mask and everyone in the audience is just going like they're like tearing their clothes they're like take it off oh take off God. the mask who is it and it's like very obvious who it is <laughs> it's just like That's but incredible. it's so funny like how amped everyone is for people to like take off masks anyway i want to see a super cut of that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right anyway uh i like this song <laughs> say hello to a new era of mental health care cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100 online you'll experience the all-new cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. 
um, it's it's cool to have like a third act T pain, right? He's like right? he's yeah. like in the this third act of third his act. career, yeah. and um, it's it's a little strange to hear him paired up with Gallant because it feels like they have such different approaches. Uh, to mm-hmm. R&B music. Um, one of them wears a mask, one of them doesn't, <laughs> for instance. But, Big uh, difference, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they work well together, and I, I, I like that, um, you know, it, I, I like that they kind of complement each other, and I, I want to hear, like like you, I want to hear more from Galan. I want that new album coming. For sure. Uh, and one, one other thing I wanted to say about the song, there's a moment where T-Pain sings the word boop, which, like, you give someone a little boop on the nose. Oh, really? I missed uh, that. Which is great. I support that. <laughs> Um. So yeah, let's. Uh, I'm let's still laughing about the mass singer. That show is so funny, man. Yeah, who is it? <laughs> it's literally just like take it off, take <laughs> it off, and it's just like, knees. and it's like, yeah, it's Donny Osmond, and everyone goes like, ah, and it's very clearly Donny Osmond. Anyway, yeah, watch the mass singer. I mean, or not. Either way, it's fine. Um. All right, Gallant featuring T Pain, the masked singer, gentlemen. Not a cover of the Psy song. Here it is. All right, that was New Gallant and The Masked Singer, uh, next and last. Wait, so that wasn't a Psy cover? That was not a Psy uh, cover. I, I, I know, it did. It sounded was. a lot like Psy's follow-up <laughs> yeah. to Gangnam Mother, Style. Mother, father, gentleman, yeah. But it it actually wasn't. Oh, damn. Anyway. Next time, maybe. Uh, so you got a pick here. Uh, yeah, last Becky one. Hill and Vice, is that? Is, uh, the... I think it's Weiss. Weiss, whatever. Sure. I don't know. Um, uh, I could get used to this. Is the name of the song? Yeah. Uh, so Becky Hill, I believe I've talked to her and and uh, about about Becky Hill before on this podcast. Uh, UK pop singer really hasn't had any kind of impact in in the US. Um, she just keeps showing up on my favorite like European pop blogs. Uh, and uh, I've she ha- she comes from the UK Voice, I believe, um, and has had a, a moderately successful career. Uh, in the UK, I should say more than moderately. Like she does, she does very well in the UK, and um, you know she's had a couple of really great singles: "Rude Love," uh, "False Alarm." But uh, I could get used to this. Is like, man, it's just like so perfectly up my alley about the like this very clean like synth pop. But her vocal performance is just so strong. Like she's just such a great pop voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not really any like bells and whistles about this song. It's just like a very straightforward uh, pop song about, you know, being a little hesitant about the start of a relationship, but sinking into it with someone. Um, but yeah, there's just so much personality to Becky Hill's voice. And you know, I, I hope that she kind of breaks through here in the U.S. at some point. I, I don't know, honestly, if she ever will. I don't know if she ever wants to. Um, but, man, this, this, song is, this song is awesome, man. I, I've been listening to this song. This actually, this actually came out, I believe, last Friday, last New Music Friday. I've just been listening to this song, like, nonstop all week. It's great. What did you, yeah. you think? Uh, I liked it. Not as much as you, but uh, <clears throat> it's good. I mean, you're right. Yeah, her voice sounds fantastic. Um, the sound is cool, kind of a throwback UK house sound. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know that like house with the like clanging piano sort yep. of thing, uh, which you should learn on piano. You know, I good should piano learn on this song. <laughs> yeah. No. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think this is the kind of thing that would break her in America because no. this is just not a sound that like hits. It our doesn't radio. sound like anything <laughs> in in like modern U.S. pop at all. Nope. Um, so yeah, she would definitely have to switch lanes if yeah. she wants to kind of make that headway. Yeah, but like you said, I mean, I have no idea if she even cares to like. I guess what I would say for for people who haven't heard this song yet but are listening to this, like I get if you liked like Clean Bandits Rather Be, which is Jess Glynn, it's like her all of her music kinda has that vibe uh, a little bit. And like you said, like very like house influenced and very British. So yeah. yeah, it was very British. But I mean that's good. You know, they know how to make dance music. They're yeah. definitely um you know, they've been on the dance music uh you know, beat as it were oh. for significantly longer than American audiences. Yeah. Um, so they know what they're doing. But uh let's listen to it. So it's I could get used to this from Becky Hill and Weiss. I could get used to this All right, that was, that was the Baxter, and uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the show. There we go. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I'm still laughing about the Mass Singer. Oh my goodness, I'll, st- it I'll stop. It seems so ridiculous. I wish I had watched it, but <laughs> but then it was like, do I actually want to sit down for what, an hour? One other thing, really. and again, I've only seen the finale of this. I've only seen one episode, but um, all of the judges, like it, it's very clear. It to me, at least, it really seems like they all know who it is, but they are like. They, they probably to, do, right? But they have. I mean, to don't wouldn't they like see each other backstage, backstage right? <laughs> but it seems like they have to like guess incorrectly. So like for the Peacock, which was Donny Osmond, um, I think either Rob, I think either Robin Thicke or Jenny McCarthy, who are the judges or whatever, where they were like they had to guess who it was, and and he was like uh, Weird Al Yankovic, <laughs> and and like he's not even like cl- he's clearly not tall enough to be weird at. It's like, what what a ridiculous also, show. Also, like, that man has a very distinct voice that sounds nothing like, <laughs> like Donny Osmond. Osmond. <laughs> so, uh, we'll talk about this more yeah, offline. Yeah, take this offline. Yeah. Say. Uh, well, thank you for listening, as always, uh, and we'll catch you next week when we'll be talking about who knows? Oh, we'll new see. BTS, maybe? Oh, is that next week already? Alright, new BTS. There Love we it. go. Alright, thanks, and we'll catch you next time. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.